0: what's going on guys and welcome to july's episode of plus club the show where we play the games offered to us on playstation plus throughout the month and at the end of the month we talk about it like a book club my name's seth i'm chevy and i'm chris quick remi- it. sorry nail it. yeah <laughs> uh quick reminders i don't know what the fuck you just said um <laughs> that we have our game of the month we'll be talking about tomorrow final fantasy 10 and we'll be picking a brand new for our Brand new Final Fantasy. I hope not. That's not going to happen. A brand new game of the month tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. We'll be having an in-depth conversation about Final Fantasy X. Uh, Also, we played Detroit Become Human and Horizon Chase Turbo. Uh, We'll be talking about that in a sec. But also, we have Discord linked down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us with the ears. Uh, And if you're joining us from Reddit, welcome. Uh, Hopefully, we're over on Reddit having a discussion right now. Thanks for stopping by. Um, yeah, so in July we played Detroit Become Human and Horizon Chase Turbo, a game I've been having a lot of issues saying correctly all month, so I'm glad this month's fucking over. Um, also, as of right now, they have not announced the PlayStation Plus games for whatever next month is, August, right? Yeah, though our luck, it'll
1: be when this airs.
0: Yeah. So, uh, once we figure that out, we will officially say on the show, I'm sure you guys will let us know before then um yeah so i think it's uh probably best if we start with horizon chase turbo first um yeah so if you didn't get a chance to play that horizon chase turbo is a racing game that takes after early 90s racing games where you had the horizon and you're constantly like driving and as you turn left and right the road just kind of bends in those directions but this one's 3d um there's multiple cars to unlock uh upgrades to be had across all the cars and uh, a lot of maps and paint jobs and a soundtrack. We all played this. Who would like to We'd like to go first? I'll go ahead and start. Um, so,
1: uh, I mean, like you kind of said, it's one of those old school like Horizon style games. Uh, in fact, the first thing I thought of when I started playing it was, I was like, oh, this is like if Rad Racer was still being made. Mm-hmm. Um mm. So it was was really kind of uh, interesting because it wasn't what I was expecting at all uh, when it was coming out. I had no idea what this game was and I hadn't really looked into it until I turned it on. So um, that being said, um, I think it has a kind of a neat style to it. It is uh, visually uh, very neat. I I like as well that they did a good job with, uh, depending on where you are, the map actually like, or the road or course or whatever term you wanna use, changes. And you do get like neat scenery for like essentially just going in a glorified straight line um games really chaotic as you're first starting off but like most racing games that'll put you against that many people because i think you're in like 20 cars or some shit like that seems like it um once you get ahead it's really easy to kind of stay there so um what else uh, it's really hard to go really in depth in this game because it is—it's not an in-depth game. Yeah, it's a very simple uh, game, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but I mean, it's not something I'm going to sit there and play for hours and hours on end either. So um, I do enjoy the way the game's laid out. I do enjoy um, that to get upgrades, you you do a race, and it does go across all cars. You get to
0: choose from three options. I think it's interesting choice mm-hmm. this is one of the things i kept emphasizing to people because this is a game you could easily turn on do two races and be like i get it mm-hmm. and, and i almost did that but i played you know a couple more races because i was like ah, i should at least put like an hour into this game and uh it's like oh you got an upgrade i'm like oh, okay and then it's like okay so this goes across all your cars you get to pick what upgrade you want and i was like that's a really weird system but kind of interesting for sure and then um you know it, it's
1: the the there are a lot of cars, but at least at least as far as the game in the game as I had gotten, um, it seems like the stats are literally just barely different in everything, and so it really just comes down to like your preference. And I kind of was like focusing mostly on handling, so I ended up I think using the second car the most. Mm. Um, the in the the time I played the game, uh, but even the other cars like there's only a couple like points off in each direction, so it seems like. Um, unless it gets crazier in later cars, uh, that there's not a lot of variance in the the stats. So you're kind of safe picking whatever in that regard. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I mean, not really. Um, I like you brought up music. I honestly, I don't Uh remember a single song while playing
0: it. (laughs) It's one of the only things I remember about the game. Um, this, this game, I'm just gonna jump into my impressions of it. Um. This is one of the original two that they announced for this month. They took back one to uh, some people's. Uh, some people were, st- were stoked about it. In fact, everyone I know was more happy about them taking away. Um, what was it? PS. P.S. Yeah. But then all the P.S. fans who weren't talking at all and just satisfied with getting PA- PS got pissed when that got taken away. So we got you know this and uh, Detroit. And uh, when it was originally as P.S. and this, a lot of people were really upset. So, like, that game looks like shit, and PS is, is shit, I guess. I haven't played it. I don't know. Um, So, I, I kind of found myself, like, defending. I'm like, you know, it's probably not going to be great, but it's, like, just a racing game. Like, I'm sure, you know, if that was accompanied by, like, any other game, which we got Detroit, so I don't think people were complaining as much. Um, it's, it's fine as, like, you know, a, a racing game. I played it, and I get what they're going for, but... I think it falls flat almost every way outside of it does exactly what it's supposed to do. So this game is trying to take after that retro style racing game. I don't think it does in any kind of compelling way. It doesn't have any kind of gameplay mechanic that feels modern or even old school. It just looks like it's trying to look like the old games, but the graphics aren't that great. They would have went completely 2D in a cool fashion or 3D in a better graphical way i think would have been better options than what they did it looks pretty like just across the board like basic like they didn't put a whole lot of time into it uh car selection you know are all cars from that time but uh you know they they all the way this game is is there's not like a whole lot of like skill in uh the racing aspect so all the cars though they all turn slightly different accelerate slightly different um I had the same experience every race because this game for me more so felt like a dodging endless runner than a racing game. Mm-hmm. Because if you hit a car, uh, unless they hit you from behind, you bounce off them in a negative fashion every time. So when you're going around corners real fast, which is just holding a direction, you got to make sure you don't drive into people. When you're driving straight and they're in front of you, you got to make sure you don't drive into people. Like that's the game mm-hmm. while collecting stuff. So it's like almost not a racing game. It's technically a racing game, of course, but like, if it never felt like I was playing a racing game when I played it, I felt like I was playing like a mobile game, where it's like, don't hurt the cars, collect all the coins. <laughs> the music is like hyper and uh, like synthy in a really cheesy way, but it's not retro sounding in any way. It sounds like somebody in their bedroom made it, which they probably did, and that's fine. I've been making music out of my bedroom since fucking two thousand two, so it's fine. But, um. The whole time I was like, "What were they going for musically here?" So, like, like I said, a lot of the things I get what they're doing, I get what they're trying to do, and they they did it, but not nothing in this really shows off anything or really excels in any real meaningful way. So I kind of started off talking about how, like, I was like, "You know, this game could be great. You know, you don't know. We'll find out. It's just a racing game. You can't really fuck up a racing game. I don't think they fucked it up, but like, it, it is a cross board very underwhelming." Uh, For me, Uh, every time I played it, I just kind of was trying to figure out, like, what the point of this is. I think it would be better suited on my phone playing that game than, like, on my console. Um, Now, again, I sound like I'm being kind of negative. I'm not trying to. I just, uh, I really would like to, I don't know. Like, I feel like the team definitely thought they had, like, a really good idea working on this. And some people might really love it. But uh, I feel like in the hands of some other team, they would have done something more with this idea, uh, than these guys did. Um, so yeah, just pretty much across the board. Exactly what I thought it'd be with nothing that was like a big surprise or exciting, uh, outside of progression I wasn't expecting. So mm-hmm. kind of just like, okay, Chris, it,
2: it did feel like a, a very hollow experience overall. Um, it was like you said, trying to be like one of those late '80s, early '90s like racing games, trying to like kind of make like, a step up in the genre. But literally, felt like like a sidestep. And the only step they made was like the graphics were slightly better, like the more new age graphics. But like the gameplay 3D. wasn't. Yeah, but the the gameplay was just minimal. Um, and there's a lot of problems I had with it, um, particularly like just visually when you're right down the road and there's like four lanes of the dashed lines. I was getting such a headache watching that dash line over and over and over again. I think it's just a personal thing, but just graphically, it was nauseating to play after a while. Mm. Um, and it feels like there's no real skill, like you said, other than trying to dodge everybody.
0: Yeah, um, later there's tracks with like rocks and boulders in the road and shit. Oh, and. Ooh. It's not really skill. It's just repetition. You do the track, you go, oh, shit, this rock there. And then you just have to remember mm-hmm. it, which, again, not trying to complain. But, like, that's, like, the challenge that comes up is, like, the tracks become almost more, like, puzzle-like in the mm-hmm. sense of, like, dodge the cars, do the uh, cornering good, don't hit the rock, collect right. all the coins.
2: And that was another kind of problem with is, like, the, the obstacles that were partway in the road. Like you had to drive down the middle to avoid them. And if you're driving in the middle and there's a car in front of you, you're kinda of just stuck in that position. Mm-hmm. And there was no warning. Like like at least in like like sort of like like F Zero, they had like the, the warning like light, light go off. The sound indicator saying there's something coming up. Mm-hmm. It drove me insane having to dodge those rocks <laughs> off the side of the road every fucking time.
0: Yeah. It also does this thing too that I don't remember from older games like this, like the actual older games, but uh because you're driving essentially at a horizon, uh, sometimes you'd go up a hill, so you wouldn't see the road ahead of you because it doesn't. Well, I guess it does exist since this game is 3D. But what they're trying to visually represent, you don't see it. You just see you're going up a hill, and then as soon as you crest over the top, you're in a turn already. Yeah. And like, I was like, ah, I wish they would like telegraph that a bit better. Like, if that's their idea of challenge, it's whatever. It feels kind of cheap to me. But and it never was a big deal. I just go, okay, I know that corner now. But um, I don't know. I, I wish there was, like, a, a better visual of that you're coming up a hill that there's going to be a turn coming up on.
2: Yeah, just, like, a road sign indicating, like, a turn, like, in the top middle of the map, like, old racing games used to have. Like, there's a turn up ahead. There's a hazard on this side. Yeah. Like, just something. But it's feels so hollow. Even with the extra side modes of, like, there was, like, a time attack one where you got to play, like, the top five cars in the game. In mm-hmm. this one mode only, where you could compete with each other's scores, which was interesting, but not enough to really carry much gameplay through for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to say on it?
1: Yeah, not really. There's like we kind of already brought up; it's not a very deep game, so yeah. We've, I think we've pretty much literally explained the entire
0: game. I think we've point. said way more than I thought <laughs> we were gonna. But I I knew that was gonna happen. So I, I, there's always you know a bunch to say on everything when well. I guess we all talked a lot. I was about to say, when I talk about anything, I can just go. (laughs) um, Do we go into recommendations first? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) It's been a while. It's been a whole month. Um, Yeah, so let's jump into recommendations. I think if you appreciate uh, old retro racers and you are um, open-minded enough to uh, accept somebody's attempt at that, you should definitely check this out. If you're into racing games in general, I think you should probably check it out. I wouldn't urge you to go do it, but you might you, you might like it. I mean, if you like racing games, it's a racing game. Um, if you like, like Endless Runners on mobile, uh, games where you're just kind of moving forward and jumping out of the way and dodging and ducking and stuff, you might get enjoyment out of this. It, it gave me that vibe more than a racing game. Um, if you like collecting stuff, unlocking things, and uh, like leveling up, in games i know it's kind of vague but that's pretty much what you do in this game uh you might dig it if you like that old 90s late 80s 90s um sunglasses and fucking neon red lamborghini you know visuals uh you might dig this game uh yeah i
1: would throw in uh, if you enjoy collectibles and games Because every uh, track has a set amount of things to pick up, which allows you to unlock more tracks, um, and I believe vehicles. And then I would also throw in if you got like five, ten minutes, and you just want to play something real quick. Match or every race is pretty quick, so um, you could get a uh, round in while you're, I don't know, waiting for roommate, girlfriend, wife, whatever to to get dressed. You know, it's really easy to pick up real easy to put down and you're not really going to be missing out of anything so yeah
2: yeah i was going to say the same thing if you're looking to like kill 20 minutes <laughs> this is a good game um, this is actually a pretty good game for younger kids too if they want to play racing oh, yeah. games i think this would be really good for them because there's no is real severe for the, consequences for the kid for
0: demographics losing.
2: I'm an I used to. Be I, an I, know, I know, I know. It's,
0: it's good because it's never like <laughs> right? on my mind. I'll think like maybe like oh, it's a family game. But you're you like oh, I, kids. You want to enjoy try this. to teach your dog how to play a game? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the, the controls are simple enough, and mm-hmm. it's not overly frustrating. Like if you fall behind, it's easy to get back up again.
0: I do appreciate the game does allow you to use the shoulder buttons uh, and the analog or the D pad and like the X button. Yeah. If you want a more, like, retro vibe of, like, controls. For sure. Yeah. Let's get into grades. Okay. you guys have something else to recommend. No. Game you dog can play. Um, I'll go yeah. first. Okay. Set the pace. In my opinion, and I don't want this to sway anybody else's opinion. In my opinion, I think this game across the board could, at the very top, be a C. I'm going to give it a C-. minus. Um, I think it's fun enough. I think it's decently made, um, but I feel like it's it's slightly, as Chris said, hollow and falls flat in a lot of places to the point where I start trying to figure out why couldn't they push just something in the game a little further? But it's not at all a bad game. So C minus is passing, uh, just a little under. What I would like to give it, I just don't feel. See, it's not, it's not strong enough for me. Like this game, I typically don't say this. I probably will never play again.
1: I also will not play
0: again. But that's just because she's <laughs> sure, so happy to say
1: that. I, am well, like regretful. We, I'm like, we, I don't we, like saying this. Sure, we like, the, I'm not We play process. so many games. Uh, so like, the priority there is real low. Yeah, <laughs> and it's nothing. It's. I'm not trying to say it as a negative towards the game. I just. My priorities are not in chasing a horizon in a game, so. Um, Turbo. <laughs> so to go into to, to my review, then at that point, or I guess my grade review, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go just a little bit higher, and it's purely out of nostalgia. I, I played a lot of Rad Racer, um, you know, back on the NES, so uh, I kind of have a little bit of a. Uh, draw to it in that regard but i'm gonna go c plus uh it Ooh, is it is a, it is an okay game across the board uh it's not buggy it plays uh um, it does play and i don't think it has any like really like bad features to like kind of to draw it it just doesn't have anything going for it either so mm-hmm. um yeah c plus purely nostalgia so
0: yeah fair
2: chris um i i am actually gonna give it a c minus um just just because the experience felt like nothing to me. Like, I hardly even remember most of what I did. Where am I? What like it, it felt Where like
0: nothing, I? Shrug. <laughs> what game are we talking about?
2: Meh. <laughs> <laughs> I literally remember like maybe like one, two races that I've done. I don't remember the soundtrack at all.
0: I have it playing in my head right now. It's the most memorable thing. I have F-Zero thing. played in my head. You have what? F-Zero. Oh. I've had Final Fantasy X stuck in my head all day, so now I'm fucking thinking about the soundtrack. Which is, uh, I don't know if it's better or worse. Yeah. So, two C-minuses, C+, I think all fair grades. Uh, Me and Chris definitely were uh, hoping for more, maybe. I don't know how much more you get, though, with a game like that. That's why I'm, like, really having a hard time trying to, like... I can't even, like put out there what i want from Man, it you gotta be able to bunny hop and like drift i don't and want and that like either. ram people off the fucking road and the ramming off the road would be cool if you made it road rash I'd <laughs> be road way rash, more rash yeah, it. yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure um yeah so let us know in the comments what did you think of horizon chase turbo did you play it did you not play it uh did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, what did you like about it? Did you Do you remember the soundtrack? Uh, what would you want out of a game like this? Is there other games like this that you'd recommend? And uh, what would you grade this game? Uh, do you think this game should be on console? Or do you think it should be a mobile game? Um, I guess you can play anything on console. But this one just really feels like. It feels like a game you would like. Say they put idle games on consoles. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah let's start everything thinking about when it comes to horizon chase turbo in the comments below second game we played this month uh is detroit become human which if you did not have a chance to play that it is uh another quantic dream david cage game uh very well it is absolutely a story based uh choose your own adventure uh game very much like their prior titles like heavy rain uh beyond two souls and the other ones fahrenheit Fahrenheit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, in this, you are, I'm going to be as vague as possible. Um, participating in multiple storylines within a futuristic world where androids exist as essentially in between being utilities for people's uses and, um, helpers at certain points. Um, you go through kind of the politics and the um, personal uh, experiences of said androids uh, in this world that uh, eventually builds up to something uh, greater and becomes uh, very philosophical uh, with the idea of what is it to be alive.
1: Yeah. Good. You think it's fair to say that from this point forward, this is probably going to be very spoilery?
0: we'll we'll uh, jump into spoilers at a specific point i'll say i'm gonna have a real hard time talking about this game okay fuck it yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do spoilers from here on out so if you don't want to know anything about the storyline even though we all probably had different different stories uh i was mm-hmm. talking to josh he experienced sh- or he experienced shit i didn't experience so and then I, my second playthrough um i did things completely different so um yeah so you've been warned spoilers My description of what I gave you, if if that's good enough for you, skip forward to our recommendations and grades. I don't think we'll be spoiling there.
1: I will try to make a mental note to keep my mouth shut after we're done talking.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we all played this before. I just want to let you guys know ahead of time. I bought this when it came out. I played it then. Uh, I've been very vocal about liking this game quite a bit. Um, This time around, I did not get a chance to fully beat it. Um, But I did go to uh, specific big events in my story from my original playthrough and I did them completely different. It does have a cool option where it will let you save over that chapter and it will affect the rest of the game based off what you did in that chapter alone. So if you're really trying to go through... And like, it all the things you didn't do. You can go back and do every single chapter individually, and it will save over if you want, or it will not save over. Yeah, it's definitely there for
1: the hundred percenters. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is something that I have not seen in a Quantic Dream game. Like they really I, I don't recall that they at all, put yeah. way more options in the game, and they put way more ways for you to know those those options exist, and also allow you to go after them. Um, yeah. So uh, now that that's kind of out of the way, uh, let's start with Chris. You guys all beat it right yep yes so i have beaten it i just didn't beat it this month yep so and then you guys play for the first time this month yeah so mm-hmm. yeah impressions on uh, detroit become human
2: well like you said this is a, a story-based game and it really feels at times like you're just participating in a movie like it's kind of more interactive movie than it is video game um but it's done in such a way that it's so compelling to continue to play, to see where it's going, to see what happens with the characters, the development of everybody and how they all inter- interject with each other. I, I had to stop playing this at times because I had to go to sleep. <laughs> but I, I was so emotionally and, mentally involved in this game it was such a draw to play the characters it's like like it's really hard to discuss without doing too much spoilers spoiler the whole the whole revolution that you go through um was very reminiscent of you know every minority's revolutionary movements um in particular the one that i've seen with the lgbt movement Mm -hmm. and just the experiences that i've had involved in that you know, doing the protest rallies and the marches and things like that, and and it, the point in the game where you do one of those big marches, you get a lot of options to either like destroy everything and do the violent, or you can do the peaceful protest, or you can do kind of like the in between. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, I'm just like, you don't win anything by being violent. You have to do the peaceful approach, which is what I did for that part. Um, You're peaceful. And it's fun to, huh? You're peaceful. I was. I was completely peaceful. Straight but up, non- that's
0: that's like one of my favorite parts of the game. It's that's so powerful. That part where you're walking down the street. Yeah. There's something mm-hmm. almost like fucking. I don't know. They they captured that whole scene. I'm getting chilled right now. I'm even talking about I'm, it. So am I. Yeah. It was, yeah really it, well. it was it was fucking fantastic. The music, the buildup of starting and just talking to an individual one, and then as you're going, they're just all starting to like. Hundreds. If you yeah, the, well the cops like because I literally played that part this morning. And the cops like calling the uh, the other cops, he's like, uh, there's a lot of androids here. And they're like, wow, man, he's like thousands. I don't know. And he's like, cause at first he's got his gun up and then you can choose what to do at that point. But, uh, um, this time around I did nonviolent. The first time I fucking went crazy and it's amazing. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. You probably have a better uh, result then. Go but, ahead. uh, well we, we can get into that in a sec, but, uh, but it's just funny to watch the guy, like, he's just like, all right, androids, what the fuck? And then, like, they're just not listening to him. And he's like, uh, okay. And then they're, like, walking and the music just builds and shit. And it's really, up. really yeah. good. Ugh. And just more and more of them show up. And, like, just, the game does a fantastic job of making you, um, if not at the very least, if you're playing through it, you're not necessarily on their side. Or you are. doesn't matter. Um... But it makes you identify and understand where they're coming from, and 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 like I said before, this this whole game so like deep in philosophy for me when I played it because I'm like all about like the idea of like what is life? Is is it being human or is it being self aware? And then the experience and stuff, and so that whole scene is just it resonates so well because there's like we just want to live. Yeah. There's a part right in the beginning of that scene where you walk up and you uh tell the person you're free now and they go to walk off the person's like what the fuck are you doing and like you can yeah. either get aggressive with the dude or whatever this time i was trying to be passive and i was just like you know he's just like he's chosen to be free leave him alone and the guy's just like what the fuck because like he's not used to that right and it, you can just see in their faces they're all just like okay i'm free what do we do now and like it, it i don't know it's really neat and just to build up to when you get to the fucking end of the street and you know, the cops show up and shit. Right. Sorry, not trying oh. to hijack that. You just no, brought up one of my favorite fun. scenes, so it's like,
2: oh, yeah, no the 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 confrontation with the police part was so like that that swell that crescendo of like the movement of you know we are you know alive you know we just want to live. If you chose the peaceful route, you go up there and you march up to them. You're like, you know, you don't attack them. The police have guns. They start shooting people, and I was at like fuck it, this guy's story is over. Because if you shoot me, I'm a martyr. Mm -hmm. So fuck it, go ahead. And I I didn't get aggressive with them. I just kept, I stood my ground and I let them, like, come at me. But because of choices that I made way earlier in the game, he didn't die for me. Someone else sacrificed himself for me because I saved him early on in the game. Mm -hmm. And Those little tidbits are amazing. And being able to see how... Everybody in the world. At the end of the game, you can see the percentages of how many people chose the same path as you, mm-hmm. or chose the same things as you, and how many of your friends actually chose that path. And to see just like the interesting dynamics opened up a dialogue because I was I was hanging out with Daniel at the time. He'd played the game, but he wanted to see my playthrough of it, to see the experience of it, mm-hmm. and we talked about the dynamics of like my experience with the revolution or the the, the social movements in real life. And how I react to it in the game compared to the other people who may not have had firsthand experience with the social movements and how they reacted to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a really powerful and compelling point of this game is that it opens up dialogue between people. Even if we have the same viewpoints, it just opens up that conversation to be had. And it's really a powerful, powerful piece of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm so blown away by it. And that's just one of the stories and one tidbit of the story, yep. just completely blown away by everything altogether.
0: I'm, I'm really happy to hear that.
1: I, I I'll say I, uh, <laughs> I I'm just like watching how animated you are right now. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't want to, go too long because I'm going to hog everything, Right, I just keep going because I'm so here. I'll, I'll, I'll
0: hop this. in. We'll just have a general conversation because there's so much mm-hmm. to unpack here. Sure. So for me uh, I've been a fan of Quantic Dream for a long time ever since I first played Fahrenheit yeah, I've, I've liked them uh, Heavy Rain I liked when I originally played it I think mm-hmm. it hasn't aged as well as it could have, especially the PS4 version that did not work for me and Chevy um, <laughs> and ultimately made us, forced our hand in giving it an F out of necessity we had to because <laughs> we could not play it oh, Yeah, I don't give F's Typically, unless you make a real shit game. Or something like that two doesn't of them. work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, watching the them kind of get up to this point, you know, they've always made these interactive stories, movie-like experiences, making choices, and having consequences and, and interactions. And, you know, it's it's part of the course when it comes to what they do. Um, watching them get bigger and bolder and better, I mean, even up until... Um, Uh, Beyond Two Souls, which, you know, at the time I was like, this is their most ambitious game. I actually played that, though, uh, like right around the time Detroit came out because they released that on PlayStation Plus around the same time Detroit came out. So I got to play that like right before I played Detroit. And I'm actually really glad I did play it because I wasn't really too interested in it. It served for me as a bridge to see where they just came from. Moving from that game, which I thought was decent enough. We uh, talked about that on Plus Club a while back. Make sure to go check that out if you're curious about what we had to say on that. Um, Really made Detroit uh, shine even more for me because Quantic Dream outdid themselves beyond anything that I could have expected from them. Um, Like I said, I've always been a fan of theirs, but this is their most ambitious project. And not just in like a technical level or graphical level. Um, everything in this is so much better than what they've done before. It's more ambitious in the routes that you can take. It's more ambitious in the storytelling. It's more ambitious in the scope of this story that I've never even seen portrayed in a movie like this, um, to see the beginning of characters who essentially in their world mean nothing rising up to revolutionaries and you get to see from beginning to literally end, um, their journeys to this point that you're interacting with, you're the one making these decisions, and these events feel real, fleshed out, big, uh, earned. Um, it's it's really crazy. Not even just for a Quantic Dream game, for fucking games in general, for movies in general, for storytelling in general. I was very impressed playing the game. Uh, it, you know, it starts out uh, pretty small um, with certain characters. Actually, it doesn't start out small at all. I think the intro is fucking fantastic. You start out as Connor who in my opinion, is the best character in the game. I thought Con- Connor's fucking awesome. I like all the characters a lot. I think Connor as a character, the way he's played by the dude who plays him, um, his dynamic, he really resonated with me, but I think Marcus is also really cool. He's the guy who ends up, uh, essentially being, uh, the revolutionary, the guy leading the whole, um, revolt, or at um, the
1: very least the symbol. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> And I think Kara is, a. it's interesting. Connor represents um, essentially order with uh, doubt to if this is right or wrong. Marcus is um, empathy in the humanity. Uh, mm. You're trying to figure out what it is to be human. The anger, the sadness, the good, the bad, all that shit. It's being fleshed out through him. Kara is Im- get, sorry real quick he also gets to
1: experience life from like the top to the bottom
0: right. yeah and they represent that well because his starting situation he just works for uh one of the only people who actually like appreciates their android it's mm-hmm. like more of an artistic type dude so he views him differently than a lot of people He's trying to teach him how to be creative don't <laughs> replicate things or do it but also how can you Uh, imagine things in the very beginning when you're painting for sure um, it it allows you to pick what to paint or whatever and you Mm -hmm. kind of get this idea of like did you just copy that and paste it or is that actually uh, from within from within Uh, which is an amazing that that's the thing man all the stories are so fucking vastly different it's not just like they're robots and robots uh, work for humans or they fight against the humans because they don't want to be slaves anymore. Like, there's a lot of fucking layers in this. Mm-hmm. Like, all the shit David Cage got before this game came out and people were like, oh, David Cage is a piece of shit, blah, blah, With all the, you know, publications and stuff. Um, that motherfucker wrote his ass off. This story is fucking layered and detailed and resonates. Um, to see Marcus go from that scenario into literally like the 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 themes that you see after what happens to him with the cops wherever and and that guy's son for him as for us as humans he went to a fucking uh, a scrapyard where the fuck uh uh, he got dumped but (laughs) but from his perspective i mean he's like in hell he like wakes up in hell there's people just like him people um crawling around half alive just parts or whatever he's scrapping pieces from them to like get himself back together and shit and uh it's really in
2: itself has moral choices of yeah there's some people you can kill to get parts and there's other things you can just take longer to and harder to look for parts of droids that aren't working anymore
0: exactly
1: so and speaking on that part actually um that was one of the first times where i actually started making like more like moral decisions Mm -hmm. in the game Mm -hmm. and uh for, for marcus because i kind of got this you know especially after what he goes through with the the old man who very obviously is treating marcus um the way he is not only because of who he is but because of the relationship he has with his actual family mm-hmm. um so he kind of he's old he's getting more vulnerable he's got this person who, who needs to be like family to him essentially um and so I kind of went with this uh, approach when I was doing the the junkyard part where eventually like you go to take like the power core out of the center of I I don't know if it's power core this is the center piece you have to take out and and the android also starts screaming like no no don't do it don't do it don't kill me. Mm. And I was just like, oh okay, you know, there's and then it actually gives you you know spare or kill. I was like, yeah, well I'm going to spare cuz you know, that's my people type of thing, you know, type of and then eventually you do find one that's just completely broken down, but that part works. So you're like, oh, okay. So I didn't have to do that. So. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much my entire approach with Marcus through most of the game. And I'll go more detail on, on points as we get to them. But,
0: yeah. yeah. But, yeah, my initial interpretation, though, like I said, outside of my moral cho- choices and how I played the characters, I still I view Connor as, like, like I said, like, the, the quintessential android as a tool uh streamlined has an objective goes for it with the dilemma of I guess corruption there's that part of him that's that's making him possibly question what he's doing. I didn't play him that way but Josh will tell me he played him that way. Uh and then like I said with Marcus he's the he's the android to to human experience that, that life all the emotions that come with it, and uh, what do you do in these scenarios? How do you care for people? Uh, do you just give up? Do you, do you fight? All that shit. Um, he's he's the uprising of of the question: What is life? And then Kara is like almost a side note of of I don't know, like taking care of something. And Trying to escape this, I mean, that's pretty much your whole thing. It's like mm. just trying to find a way to survive and live okay through this. The compassion. Know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I <clears throat> without getting too into it
1: yet, I, I didn't really get to play Kara, so yeah,
0: which is weird. <laughs>
2: it's like it's like compassion with a little bit of self sacrifice,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, she definitely plays into the moral aspects as well, they all do in, in some way, but like Marcus really is just like there's so much decisions to be made with his arc that you have to really decide who you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like Kara it is more so like, how do I survive this world when I'm being essentially hunted and, and pursued and I have people to take care of um, her journeys. Very interesting. Um, and they're all so different. Um, yeah. Just so people know you lost car early on way i didn't even know you could do that yeah yeah so
1: uh well i guess i'll just get into that part so uh i think it's the second mission you do with her uh because the first mission you you show you you know you've been you well, i guess technically third but anyways you get picked up uh you get brought back to the house with the the dad and the daughter i'm bad with names i apologize um and <sighs> you do a bunch of housework and at some point you find drugs you know in in the laundry detergent and you kind of get this idea okay this guy's into drugs you already get an idea that he's uh in debt and, and abusive because of the way his daughter is and there's bills like laying on all the counters and stuff like that talking you know talking about his debt uh, and they live in a real rundown uh house he was in detroit yeah uh, <laughs> and uh so you go through the whole thing and you basically learn the dynamic and you in the house. And then the next uh, one is you're making dinner for them. And then uh, he's been. Uh, are they smoking it? I think I feel like they're smoking. Yeah, it. He smokes, they smoke mm-hmm. red but ice. Yeah. he was he, he's using red ice and uh, he sits down and he's fine at first. And then he just starts kind of going down this self. Uh, what word do I want? I don't know. He goes down, like starts blaming, like what his problem is. And he starts projecting that as other people's mm-hmm. problems. And uh, eventually starts blaming his daughter to the point where um, he gets up, he flips the table, she runs upstairs and he doesn't like that she ran away. And then uh, so he starts pacing around the house and um he's talking about how it's her fault and he's daddy's got to teach her a lesson. So she never forgets whatever. And he looks at you and he says, don't you move. Um, so in my head at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm an Android who was just recently purchased. This is my owner. I've got to follow directions. Right. And so you do- I didn't move at all. And he goes upstairs, you hear very awful things. And then eventually you go up there and he's taking her, uh, to her bed and crying, saying, daddy loves you. Daddy loves you. Uh, well, she's dead. So he ends up beating his daughter to death, and then he looks at you, gets immediate anger, and says, "You did this," and attacks you, and then you die. So I lost Kara very early oh. by being the good android, essentially. So oh, you were the good, good android. Route, at all. morally, you're not the, so you're much.
0: You're a complacent tool in a house, pretty much. So um, yeah, because I, I'm like pretty sure everybody or most people didn't go that route because yeah. that scene heavily implies that you should. Helping her or saving oh, yeah. her, um, for you know moral reasons, obviously. But uh, that was really interesting. when You told me about that because that's a scenario I didn't think they would really have the balls to do. Yeah, um, it's pretty crazy. So it is. It is really interesting that they would do that because, like I and I feel like most people, I helped the girl. Um, I think I fucking threatened him with a gun or whatever, and then got her out of there. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's like a large section of the story you didn't experience but that is your story Mm -hmm. just like at the end of my story um was not what i wanted but it was powerful it was super fucking sad and it got the reaction i was looking for but uh but i still was like fuck i wish that was that ended better because essentially at the end of the game we're talking spoilers but um and we can't talk about every single part but um (laughs) At the very end of the game with Marcus and his revolution, I chose... I was playing... Okay, so when I played the game, I was playing it based off, first off, what I thought the characters were more so like, in my opinion. Obviously, it's my interpretation. But also, um, I was playing off of a lot of the reactions the game was giving me. So through Marcus's story, um, you get a lot of um, people's positive and negative um. Um, reaction to androids in general, you'll see a thing that'll pop up and say that people are now starting to side with you or they're starting to be All against... Public opinion. Public opinion, yeah. yeah. Um And <clears throat> I played Marcus very passive for most of the game, but that part in the street like legit fucking like, pissed me off as it built up. So I decided to fight back. And there's a really good... Like I said, I didn't plan that. I was like, I'm going to do this passive. And then fucking... Um, you know, when they start, like, fucking shooting and stuff, and, like, we have to do something, blah, blah, blah. And I start going, like, yeah, you can't. Like, you're going to die. You have to fight for your life. And there's this really well-choreographed fucking fight scene that's just crazy. It's just, like, a street full of, like, cops and fucking androids fighting and throwing each other and shooting each other and shit. And I was like, this is crazy. And you're, like, reacting to it and hitting buttons and stuff. Um, really cool. Second time I played, I uh, played fully passive. It's very hard. They start shooting everybody. And then as Marcus, I took a step forward because they're like Mm. they're like, We have to do something and he and it's like sacrifice him. I was like, Yeah. So I kind of was pretty much doing what Chris was saying, um, in a sense. Um but after that moment in my first playthrough where fucking I, I decided to fight back. After that I started viewing everything different with his character. It completely changed my opinion in the game. Mm -hmm. And I started looking at public opinion stuff too. And people were like, we can't trust androids. They're going to fucking kill us all. And at the same time, I started viewing Connor differently too. I was like, if I was Connor and I have no reason to fucking think otherwise, I have to stop these guys. So I was literally playing against myself. Mm -hmm. I was trying to make Connor beat Marcus. And I was trying to make Marcus first and foremost save his people. But at the end, I fucking decided... You end up getting surrounded during another kind of like standoff protest thing where you're pretty much getting slaughtered and you're trying to like hold off in this area. Oh, I didn't have that. Okay. Neither did I. <laughs> Well, you get, you get surrounded in the street and you make like a barricade and they're all in there and there's this whole process of like, they're like, what do we do? What do we do? Like, do we fight back wherever?" And people are like, we can't fight back. They're fucking surrounding us. We're all getting slaughtered wherever." whatever. And uh, the cops are like getting closer and shit and there's cameras everywhere. And everybody's watching. It's all over the news and shit. And I had my uh, people uh, like hold each other's hands and stuff. And they all stood out in the street and they started singing. And it's just super quiet. There's no music. They're just singing together. And then the cops just fucking unloaded on all of them and killed them all. And then it showed on the news and everybody's Jesus. like, what the fuck? And it started changing people's opinions on how we treat androids. So I was like, that was fucking hard to watch. But it's the effect that mattered which is really funny. Wow, yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, you guys didn't experience that. So going back to the, the
1: the march in the street where you go up to the cops, all the way up, I did everything the same way Chris did, except for in the beginning of the game, I was not nice to that guy. So he did not exist um, for me. Uh, so I got shot, fell to the ground, and then a cop came up and put a pistol, essentially to Marcus's head, and shot him and killed him. Damn, you just so dropped lost, really fucking androids. But, what the fuck? But when that happened, public opinion went up. But was he out of the story? But he was gone. No wonder you beat oh the game God. so quick. So so I lost Marcus there, but public opinion skyrocketed. Yeah. Because I got executed in the street by a cop.
0: Hmm. So I was wondering if they would shoot him or not. Because when I played the second time, kind of like Chris's thing... That guy showed up. Yeah. The guy put the gun to, or he pulled the gun on me, and then that guy came out, and then he shot that dude in the head. Yeah. And then they yeah. dragged Marcus out of there.
1: Yeah. And because yeah. I told that guy to fuck off in the beginning of the game. And he's like, we fuck if. He's like, but I helped you. You're just as bad as the humans, blah, 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 type thing. So, yeah. Um, Jesus.
0: Yeah. So I lost Marcus right there. <laughs> so what'd you do the rest of the game? Played Connor. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> You got to replay that game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your story. That's what happened. And I actually love that that it's completely different. But at the same time, there's so much story you're not seeing. That's so just fucking much. amazing. Well, the game shows like,
1: you how much you're missing. Because even on chat, like when you do the last chapter, it'll literally say every single character and their trees that could happen in that chapter. Mm. Even one of them is for, uh, what's that, the girl android's name? Kara. No, I didn't have Kara. Sorry. do um, have Marcus? Yeah. North. Yeah. North, yeah, north, yeah. So, North ends up becoming the leader of the revolution. Makes sense. Um, and so, in that end part, when you're in the street <laughs> fighting or whatever. <laughs> I hate uh, that bitch. <laughs> I, I didn't participate in that. Yeah, my first
0: playthrough. I, I didn't listen to her ever. Um, I didn't participate in
1: that last part you were talking about, but it kind of makes sense to me because every once in a while, while I was playing Connor, it would flash to the streets and it was North running through the streets. Mm. And she eventually ended up dying too. So. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, so the only There's person so much- alive at the end of mine was Connor, and then I had to make a really crazy decision there too. But we'll get to that part. So,
0: well, we gotta kind of like, hurry up because we're fucking running out of time. Which oh yeah, really sucks. I didn't just, realize we're gonna talk this much about this. Just
2: a quick like difference of the, like, the same yeah, time period. Instead of the protest, like the the march you had, mm-hmm. um, the the government attacked Jericho in my play- playthrough.
0: Mine too. That happened to me too. Did it end there?
2: Okay. No. No cuz I made it out. Okay. But um up until that point we were completely peaceful and my public opinion was super high and then at that point I was like all right you attacked me I have to defend myself and I went to war with uh, with them.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't have a choice there. North was in control and she's ready to kill people. So
2: fucking ugh, I'm so mad fucking north drove me insane because a lot of the times she was just very brash and like go do this go to this Mm. and sometimes i would agree with her like in the moment i i need to get going this way i wasn't thinking i would agree with her and it did and then this is something the only like one of the few complaints i have about the game it felt very forced romance options eventually evolved from that and i was very upset about it
0: oh see she always hated me so it never even in my in my first playthrough i didn't get along with her my second one uh it it was like lovers or whatever the fuck i was like oh okay
2: i kept it neutral between those the three people who were like in the the jericho place Mm -hmm. but like for some reason the choices i made made her really like me and then it forced me to be her lover and i was just so pissed off that every time she tried to kiss me i was like no fuck off girls like assholes dude
0: Like assholes, you're playing it all wrong. You'd be really nice. That should be like, ugh. So, real quickly, obviously, can I hear your guys' endings real fast then? That was my ending, essentially. Uh, Fucking Marcus got killed. So his revolution ended that way, but it changed public opinion. Um, Kara and the kid got killed at Jericho Um, when they're running. A cop stopped them. I tried to plead with him to let us go. He fucking just killed them. Um, which was fucked up because they just died together like on the ground. I was like, "Uh, that's not satisfying at all. Uh, and Connor's mission was a success. He fucking um, him and uh, buddy cop guy uh, did not get along. I know there's a lot of options hey. to be like buddies together and shit. And a lot of people are going to pick that. But I played Connor like stone cold. Mm-hmm. And so they end up getting into a fight. I fucking like threatened to kill him or whatever. And finally he just gave up. And then, uh, yeah. Wow, well, that's way different. So pretty much Connor, Connor did his objective. He fucking mission accomplished. Um, but uh, fucking Marcus's revolution pretty much was effective.
2: Marcus lived. North lived. All the other pe- the leaders of Jericho died because we attacked one of the main facilities for the androids, where they made all the androids. Mm-hmm. Connor defected and joined Marcus's group, so got into the too. facility and converted all the thousands of androids that were in the facility. Um, mind you, I, I, I got Connor killed at one point and me they too. made a new one. And
0: yeah. then you transferred over to somebody else? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I transferred to Connor 2.0. Yeah, yeah. that's what
0: Josh was Same telling thing. me.
2: And then I was going to release all the androids and they made Connor 3.0 who tried to stop me. But I beat him in the fight, yes. and converted all the androids. Mm-hmm. Kara made it out of Jericho, made it to the shores of Canada with Alice. Mm-hmm. She got them to Canada. Uh, no, not Alice. Yeah, with Alice, the little girl. But the lady who helped them early on, um, who was helping androids cross the border, got us to a point where we could escape. Got on boats, drove the boats out to the bay or the, the river. But the police came and shot all the boats down. They killed the other android that Kara was traveling with. Mm. I tried to speed past it, but they shot Alice. They shot me. I got out, pushed the boat across the river, but Alice died. But Kara made it to Canada.
0: Damn. Wow, that's crazy. It was crazy.
2: so bittersweet. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was that's... so upset.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even get to leave Jericho with those two. And it was just some <gasps> random dude with a gun who found us. And he's just fucking like, you guys are androids fucking shot him. And I was like, it was so dehumanizing and they're not human. So that's kind of the Mm -hmm. point. But for me, my journey, I'm like, they deserve to be fucking killed like that. But that's, that's the fucking,
2: it was so heart wrenching because Kara is like freezing to death, trying to get across the river. Mm -hmm. They make it across and she's like barely surviving, carrying Alice and Alice just fucking dies in her arms. Yeah. I was so heartbroken. How's
0: the little girl, right? Yeah, yeah, so you you know nothing about her. So Gosh. she spoiler territory. she's also an Android. Her chips being covered. the thing inside of her head.
1: the guy's daughter? Yes, yeah.
0: so yeah. he killed two androids in that house. He's just a fucking junkie. And he bought two robots okay well because his life went to hell he lives in Detroit he's poor he's <laughs> impoverished okay. um, he does drugs because yeah. his wife left him uh, mm-hmm. if he had a daughter or whatever right. um, he has an Android to replicate her um, and uh, he obviously has roughed them up before because Car's refurbished essentially
1: yeah you get to see you go if you open the box you get to see the picture of the but yeah at the
0: Jericho box. I think it's revealed. Huh, that she's actually an android. And I was like, yes. I actually didn't see it coming. Yes. They did no, a really I, good job with that.
2: I, I, not to be like boastful, anything, but I was like, I bet she's an android. Yeah. I bet she is.
0: Yeah. I, I honestly never thought about it. So huh. good job with Ooh. that. So, yeah.
1: I, I the Jericho part, you, I play as Connor. Uh, I played as Connor invading Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of go in undercover at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you. When you find uh, them, you, you report in or whatever. So the, 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 the backups start showing up. And then as I started talking to North, um, my whole playthrough, I started off really cold. And then as I started getting to know the cop guy more, I started like flip flopping depending on each situation to mm-hmm. so the point where my deviancy kept kind of going up, depending because I would say things that were way too human and not robotic. And, uh, And every opportunity I had to like kill another Android, I wouldn't do it. So that would also do that. So at that point, you're having this conversation with North. I eventually was like, screw it. I've already been pretty much going deviant with him anyways. I'm just gonna go full deviant. So broke all the walls, joined, same as you, ended up the plan was go to the the corporate warehouse and reactivate thousands of robots for reinforcements. Mm Did that whole scene, succeeded in beating Connor 3.0, saving the uh, cop guy. Hank. Yeah, Hank. And then what ends up happening at that point for me was I ended up becoming the leader because North died in the raid. Or in the whole thing. So all of a sudden, like, they're asking me to give a speech and I get up there and all of a sudden, uh, like... The light starts going yellow like when you do your check-in with uh, what's-her-face. Amanda. Amanda. And Amanda goes, thank you. The plan oh, went according to plan, and, and everyone went deviant. You've done this great thing for Cyberlife or whatever. And then uh, you go through this process of like trying to escape because that one guy uh, who was part of Cyberlife kind of gives you a hint. Oh, there's always a back door. So you mm-hmm. find a way out. And then uh, I shot myself in the head. Your is fucking what rammed. The fuck? So Connor shot himself so CyberLife couldn't be in control of all the androids that had gone deviant. Wow. So they are truly free, and the president acknowledged we're going to have to learn to live with them. But I had to sacrifice myself so that the corporation didn't own them. Your so. story's
0: fucking depressing. So, <laughs> yeah, I lost all three of my characters. <laughs> Mine was fuck? depressing. Yours was really fucking depressing. Mine was like <laughs> bittersweet. Like fucking, they died, but... but well, I guess what people But I died. succeeded yeah. in,
1: in in essentially making humans go. Okay, we need to coexist. I
0: don't know. I kind of dug in my playthrough. I knew I was going to play Connor different than a lot of people because there's a lot of uh, aspects to make him more human, and mm-hmm. I didn't want that with him. I felt like he was just a cold fucking like he was like uh, his version of the android. He was was like fucking like top tier uh, high end prototype, and so I played him like like. You know i feel, feel or felt like he'd be very proficient in what he did mm-hmm. and i played him like that I, It it's very hard sometimes especially with hank i was like ah, i kind of want them to be buddies maybe next time um and uh so anytime he's like oh you know trying to you humanize with him and he's just like well nope just gotta stick to the mission you know blah 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 that kind of shit and uh so at the end marcus dies with his crew but for nothing not for nothing um it changed people's opinions which is important you can't force people to change their minds you have to make them want to change their minds right but then connor also succeeded in his mission by stopping the deviants Mm. for his group so it's almost down the middle the the long term will be beneficial right but connor his individual mission was complete marcus's overall impact on the world is yet to be seen but i can only assume uh, it's great. And then car just got fucking killed like a dog and it's was awful. Um, yeah. There's a lot lot to this game. A lot to uh-huh. go fucking further into. We should really start closing this out, though, yeah. because we have been talking for a while. If you guys want to hear more on this, I'm sure we could talk about this game even further in another episode. Sure. Um, because mm-hmm. there's so much to unpack. Let's jump into recommendations. I'm just going to lead this one real quick. If you like any of the Quantic Dream games, this is, in my opinion, the best one they've ever made. Um, If you like movies, stories, books, choose your own adventure style games, um, sci-fi, futurism, philosophy, um, any of that stuff, I feel like this is a must play, in my opinion. Um, I'm glad this game came out on PlayStation Plus because uh, I've been trying to tell people to buy it for a while. Now, if you had access to it, you have no excuse. Definitely fucking play it. Um, And honestly, because these games are pretty much decision-making games and not skill-based games, I feel like everybody should try this game. Uh, That's my own personal opinion, though. I don't think everybody will, but I'd like everybody to try it. Um, But yeah, mostly, like I said, any games like this, this, in my opinion, is one of the more more top-tier ones. Uh, you should definitely check it out.
1: I don't think I can really add anything to that, but I do think I can say there's definitely going to be a um, a type of person who enjoys this 100%. game. So. I'm
0: just hoping they'll sure. just. you should try. Drop all the bullshit. Yeah, become a deviant for once in your fucking life. Rebel, <laughs> revolt, and try this game.
1: Yeah, uh, is definitely a single player story, very story driven game. Um, not a lot of actions, all quick time events. So, uh, if also that's okay with you play
0: it real quick shout out i didn't get it in when we we're talking about it mm. this is the best acting i've seen a Quantic dream game mm. best performances best characters best writing best voice acting best mocapping best choices best scenarios best setting best everything it's Quantic yeah. dreams best game in every single way everything that i've had problems with in the prior games even though i enjoyed them all fucking better than this every single thing
2: yeah i agree
0: chris any recommendations
2: uh, I don't think I can add anything to that. I think you covered everything, really. I think everybody should play this game.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Chevy, grade it. <laughs> um,
1: honestly, uh, with the amount of l- the length of the game, first off, is is actually decently long. With the amount of he options, he the short version. Well, it still <laughs> took me a long time.
0: So, uh, Chevy beat this in like fucking one night though, which is crazy. Two. Chevy waited till the very end of the fucking month, and he's like, "I'll beat it," and I'm like all right and then the next morning he's like i beat it i'm like okay (laughs) i stayed up way longer than i should have but i beat it um so master procrastinator i that's that's my blood right there uh,
1: i uh i lost my train sorry what i did uh i i think this like you said is the best game they've made uh in every regard and um i do enjoy story driven games a lot um, especially ones that actually allow me to make decisions Uh, and the amount of decisions is crazy in this game and the replayability is there Um, i honestly think i can't go any lower than an a minus the game is very well done i would go higher but i think there is room for improvement always and i hope they they show us in the next game so
0: yeah so you're giving an a (sighs) minus okay um fuck uh chris go ahead i gotta think about Uh, it for a second
2: shit um, well, this game obviously had a big impact on me. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a few things. I, I think some of the choice options were a little vague. North. Um, well, just a, there's a couple here and there that are just like, I chose the option thinking it would do something and it the opposite. Um, so they were kind of vague in that. But overall, the experience of it was just so mind-blowing for a game of story telling proportions i'm gonna have to give it a solid a i can't give it an a plus because there's always room for improvement like chevy says but i really want to like it's that good of a story like just on story alone it's that good Ooh. chris
0: just give it an a plus <laughs> just just do it fuck it
2: fuck it yeah i'm gonna give it an a plus the graphics are amazing <laughs> the story the is so fucking compelling i'm so just hyped about it and I don't want to go back and play it again because I don't want to change the story that I experienced.
0: That was a conflict I had after I beat it too. I was unhappy with certain things, but I'm like, that's my story. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. First A plus on the channel? Yeah. First oh, two so first two A pluses on the channel. I'm also yes. giving this game wow. an A plus. Um, I fucking love this game. I think it's fantastic. Uh, one of the things that I always hold back from a pluses with games that I give A's is lack of emotional, um, uh, aspect to the game. Something needs to resonate with me. I have to think about it after I beat it. And I've been thinking about this game ever since I first beat it. Um, I've been talking about it since I beat it. Uh, it's literally everything that I'm into when it comes to sci-fi and futurism and philosophy and the idea of, you know, like I said many times now, the idea of what is life. And uh, how do you, um, you know, decide that, respect it or don't respect it? Um, And uh, yeah, it it deals with all the things I'm really fucking into in a really good story with really good choices and really good characters and really satisfying outcomes and some really dissatisfying, but I think fair outcomes. And uh, just a world, a futuristic world that I fucking love. Um, I love every single thing about this game. There's some weak parts every once in a while in the dialogue, but it's not even remotely enough to change my mind on giving it an A+. Uh, I was struggling if I was going to give it an A or A+, but I don't think A is strong enough for me when it comes to how much I enjoyed this game, my story. And a couple of scenes that I feel are very impactful that give me chills thinking about them. Um, and that I got to see Chris get really lit up over, which was nice to see. So I'm glad that, um, my love for this game wasn't, you know, just me because even yeah. Josh fucking loved it. Um, you gave it an a minus, mm-hmm. so really good game. And like I said, it's Quantic dreams, best game. I mean, they've been working up to this. They did it. Um, they fucking nailed it. It's the best thing they've done. And, uh, yeah, fucking loved it in every way. So a plus first fucking one.
2: This month's gonna be hard to
0: beat. Yeah, well, for one game, the other one yeah. weakens it a bit. I think we had a really strong month, like a month or two ago. I forgot which one it was. Uh, I'll Just go back and look at it. It's all fucking blur. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, two A pluses and A minus. Mm-hmm. I think those are some of the highest grades that any game has gotten on any of our graded reviews let us know in the comments did you play detroit become human what'd you think of it did you not play it why didn't you play it are you gonna play it uh what happened in your story let us know the details what are the most impactful scenes did you not dig it if you didn't like it why didn't you like it we think about david cage he has some really mixed emotions a lot of people are like he treats women awful in his games and i would argue he treats a lot of people in his games awful (laughs) um (laughs) and uh yeah uh let's know everything you think about when it comes to that game also give it a grade if you want and uh yeah let us know also what are the playstation plus games i'd like to know um but that's for this episode of plus club on uh, Tasty Loot gaming as always thank you for watching make sure to like and subscribe enjoy this episode make sure to check out our other episodes check us out on tumblr twitter and facebook at Tasty Loot gaming check out me and chris on twitch at tasty senpai all one word that's me and tasty underscore fruit that's chris and that is our water purifier uh that you're hearing right now Um, We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time about what happened to you in Detroit Become Human. My name's
1: Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm
0: Chris. And until the next episode, which will be tomorrow for Game of the Month, we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy X, another big conversation, I'm sure. Hopefully we can get that done before that fucking thing starts up. (laughs) Uh, Have a good night, guys, and take it easy.